What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 76 for the week of September 24th, 2023. I am your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my fabulous co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. You'll be sure to follow along each and every week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information that you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Disney Plus has announced what's coming to the streaming service in October, as well as Hulu also announcing everything coming to their service next month. Uh, we've got a teaser trailer for Percy Jackson and the Olympians, uh, that series that has finally been released. And then uh, Disney Plus premiere date has been announced for the second season of one of my favorite shows from last year, and that's the Santa Clauses. And uh, we got a whole bunch more of other stuff, uh, good stuff beyond that. We're going to discuss those stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus, and of course bring you our top 10 posts of the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Secret Invasion. Another new episode of Star Wars Ahsoka has also been released on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in many countries, including our favorites, the U.K., Canada, and Australia. The sci-fi thriller No One Will Save You is now streaming along with the first two episodes of season three of the D'Amelio show. Uh, also, a new episode of season three of Only Murders in the Building and season 11 of Futurama also are available. And on Hulu in the U.S., FX's American Horror Story, Delicate, has finally started streaming. Uh, what are we going to talk about for uh, Michelle's big review this week? Because I didn't get a chance to watch it. No one will save you, so stick around for uh, for that. And I'm going to find out if it's worth my time. Uh, early reports are that I think that it is from some of the teasers that Michelle's given me. But up first, Disney Plus has announced what's coming to the streaming service in October, as well as Hulu announcing everything coming over to their service next month. So, Michelle, I'm ready for you to tell me what the highlights are. Okay, we'll start with what is coming to United States, United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. We have the premiere of Season 2 of Loki on October 5th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So that might come on the 5th or the 6th, depending on where you live. More on that later. Episodes 1 through 5 of Goosebumps. That's R.L. Stein's series that's uh, coming out on the 13th. Then we have a new special. It's Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red, and that debuts on October 27th. The Ahsoka finale is on October 3rd. We also have, uh, well, we were supposed to have new episodes of Dancing with the Stars, but at the time of recording this, it looks like that might be delayed. It's been off and on. It's No yeah. one knows what's going on so for sure. So let's not count that as official. <laughs> then we've got Haunted Mansion on October 4th. If you're in the United States, The Simpsons Season 34 comes out on October 11th. If you're in the United Kingdom, the premiere of Tokyo Revengers Season 3 comes out on the 4th. 
you have the four-episode premiere of The Lions of Sicily. That's the Italian original series that comes out on the 25th. Um, Stephen King's The Boogeyman comes out on the October 11th. Oh, scary. Season two of The Wonder Years on October 18th. The horror film Appendage on October 18th. And then season five of What We Do in the Shadows on October 25th. If you're in Canada... Appendage, October 2nd, and The Boogeyman on October 5th. If uh, you are watching on Hulu in the United States, Appendage comes out on October 2nd. The animated series, A Fright Crew, on October 2nd. The Boogeyman, October 5th. Undead Unluck, October 6th. Another horror film called The Mill on October 9th. Monster Inside, America's Most Extreme Haunted House, um, which is a docu-series that comes out on oh, October 12th. that sounds cool to me. Um, Goosebumps will also premiere on Hulu with episodes one through five on October 13th. Searchlight Pictures, Empire of Light on October 14th. Uh, the new series, Living for the Dead, um, where they investigate the world's most haunted locations. That comes out on October 18th. Shorzy Season 2 on October 27th. And then National Geographic's Explore Lake of Fire on October 27th. There's a lot of just real quick, like listening to the title or what they, a little bit about what they might be about. Like there's a lot of intriguing stuff there for me personally. Well, and Hulu's got their Halloween event going on. So a Hulu's lot of these are kind their of a game spooky for uh, things for uh, Halloween. Uh, Kind of sad uh, you mentioned uh, towards the beginning of that, uh, the finale of Ahsoka, because I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. I wish I could keep going, but uh, I, that, that's like one of my favorite shows in a while, uh, really liking Ahsoka. Uh, here's another, I think this is going to be the next big thing. I really do. We've been talking about it forever. The trailers got uh, a lot of people hyped. They finally released this teaser trailer, excuse me. Um Percy Jackson and the Olympians, um, and this is coming pretty soon. Uh, one of, like, we've been talking about this, like, mm-hmm. feels like since day one, kind of. Uh, so what did you think about it? Yeah, this was our longest look yet, because um, we got a brief teaser trailer before, but this was a pretty long teaser trailer. So our longest look at uh, Percy Jackson Olympians. This is the epic series. It's based on Disney's Hyperion's best-selling book series by award-winning author Rick Riordan. Uh, this is coming to Disney Plus on Wednesday, December twentieth, with two episodes, and then new episodes will re- release weekly. I think this looks awesome. Like I, I said before, I did read the book series, although it's been quite a while, so um, I don't know if I remember everything, but based on what I do remember, this looks great. I feel like Disney kind of has to pull this one off because it's such a highly anticipated series, but I do have... Don't pull, high, don't pull another Willow. I do have high expectations because Rick Riordan and his wife, Becky, have been heavily involved in the project since the beginning of overseeing everything. The cast looks great. Uh, so Big budget. A lot of, lot of, lot of hopes are, are riding on this yeah, one. Yeah. Sure. So if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. We have the teaser trailer up on the website. Very good. Uh, and finally... For the top news, uh, Disney pl- a Disney Plus premiere date uh, has uh, finally been announced for the second season of a, a really good show. I-, I really enjoyed this last year, The Santa Clauses. 
funny. Like I, I was a big fan of those movies when I was a kid. Um, definitely looking forward. I, like it's, it's kind of silly that we're getting more Santa Clauses at this point here in 2023 or whatever, but like, it, it's just a fun show, fun mm-hmm. characters. Like who doesn't love Santa Claus and Christmas and all that. So when are we getting, uh, the, I, I guess, when are we getting the second season of this? We're going to have a two-episode premiere on Wednesday, November 8th, followed by new episodes weekly. Um, we got a poster for the second season, which has Tim Allen kind of like this superhero pose, so you can check that out. We have that on the website. But in the series sophomore season, the Calvin family is back at the North Pole as Scott Calvin, uh, who is played by Tim Allen, continues his role as Santa Claus after his retirement plans were thwarted when he failed to find a worthy successor in season one. Now that Scott and his family have successfully saved Christmas, Scott turns his focus towards training his son, Cal, to eventually take over the family business as Santa Claus. And uh, in case you didn't see season one, that's available to stream now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, season one was actually, uh, that debut last holiday season was the top hit. five most watched original series on Disney+. Plus. So. It, was, it was good. I, I mm-hmm. hope that... Uh... Hope that Disney Plus doesn't stumble with the second season of this, kind of like they have on a few other shows here and there. Um, I'm I'm thinking of like Mighty Ducks Game Changers, where the first mm-hmm. season was a lot better, maybe than the second one was received. Um, but definitely looking forward to it. We'll definitely check it out, and I'm sure that we will probably have uh, a lot to talk about when that finally does drop. I I hope we can uh, review that one. Yeah. when it comes out. Yeah. So as a reminder, anytime there are reviews of any of these shows or any articles or news related to them, you can find links to those on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you'll also find all these uh, top 10 news blast stories for the week. Michelle, as always, please go first. So Disney and Pixar's Elemental made its streaming debut in A Blaze of Glory. Elemental is the most watched movie premiere of the year on Disney Plus among its top 10 movie premieres of all time, earning 26.4 million views in its first five days of streaming. Uh, So in its first five days of streaming, Elemental has become the most viewed animated movie premiere since Disney and Pixar's Turning Wet. Turning Red, which was released in March 2022, as well as the most viewed Disney Plus movie premiere of all time in Latin America ahead of Turning Red. This released in June. Um, I think that, I mean, it did well here, but I kind of feel like this, they didn't promote this quite as much as they should have and it was kind of like one of those word of mouth type things Mm -hmm. as people saw it and started talking that more people started wanting to watch it and seeing it it's got a 93 percent uh score on rotten tomatoes i am ashamed to say i have not watched this yet it is on my list to watch i just have not had a chance to check it out yet you you know i haven't either and this by the way me talking here doesn't count for our 10 and 10 time limit thing okay like i think that um, kind of initial like word of mouth or whatever wasn't too strong again because it wasn't really heavily promoted maybe mm-hmm. like some of the other ones and it didn't do so great at the box office but like I think that there's overseas th- it did a little bit better than it did here but still yeah the, I think it it did it did okay but not by like um by Pixar standards mm-hmm. of the past but I think a lot of that has to do with it you know 
budgets are tight, a lot of people might think like, oh, I know my kids would like to see this and I'd like to take them to it, but, well, it'll probably be on Disney Plus pretty quickly and we can just kind of watch it at home as a family instead of paying. Like, I, th- I think there's a lot of that going on that could be. Um, in the mm-hmm. world with a lot of these movies where you might not see some of those really, really high um, you returns, know, high dollar returns uh, from the box office. But obviously that's a pretty big hit, though, uh, with, with those kind of numbers uh, with its debut on Disney+. Plus. Uh, up first for me, Group Watch. Uh, if you might not even be familiar with this. I wasn't even, I've heard of it, but I've never actually used it. Uh, this is a feature which allowed subscribers to invite up to six friends and family members uh, who, all, who all had their own Disney Plus logins to stream a TV show or movie simultaneously. Uh, well, that feature has now been removed from Disney+. Plus. Uh, this was a uh, kind of a feature of times of yore from the pandemic when uh, people couldn't really get together in person. I, I guess it's they just found enough people were not using it anymore. In honor of Disney's 100th anniversary, ABC is celebrating the iconic moment with an evening of magical programming hosted by Kelly Ripa. ABC will begin the evening with an episode of America's Funniest Home Videos, followed by a lineup that will include exclusive moments featuring Ripa and sneak peeks of upcoming Disney projects. This special program will also feature the world broadcast premieres of Walt Disney Animation Studios' new animated short film, Once Upon a Studio, and the beloved Oscar-winning feature, Encanto. The Wonderful World of Disney, Disney's 100th anniversary celebration, airs Sunday on October 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And then that short... Uh, Once Upon a Studio will debut on Disney Plus on October 16th. So an all-star ensemble of beloved characters from Walt Disney Animation Studios come together in Once Upon a Studio for a joyful, entertaining, and emotional reunion as they assemble for a spectacular group photo to mark Disney's 100th anniversary. This features 543 characters from more than 85 Disney feature-length and Whoa. short films. This the trailer looks incredible. Check it out. We have it up on the website. But uh, this I, I can already tell us it's gonna be really good. I can't wait to see that. Um, Disney has announced that the hit Japanese original horror thriller series Gannibal has been renewed for a second season. This is set in a fictional Japanese village. Uh, season one follows recently relocated police officer Daigo. Daigo as he uh, arrives at his new job and home as a broken man, as he wrestles with his guilt over an event that traumatized his daughter, things start off promisingly before a series of alarming events quickly lead him to the horrifying realization that something is deeply wrong with the villagers and the mysterious Gato family who seem to run the town. Season 2 will see the return of Yagira as police officer Daigo Agawa, uh, Shokasamatsu as Keisuke Goto, the head of the Goto family, and Riho Yoshioka as Yuki Agawa, Daigo's strong and supportive wife, and you can rest assured that anytime there's a news story with hard-to-pronounce names, that it will wind up in my queue, not Michelle's. 
I didn't do that on purpose this time. Sure. So the first episode of Marvel's Loki season two was originally scheduled to premiere on Friday, October 6th. In that time slot that uh, when things get released is usually on midnight Pacific time. Now Disney has announced that the first episode of season two will debut on Thursday, October 5th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, which is is 9 p.m. Eastern time. New episodes will be released at the same time every Thursday after the premiere. Uh, This is similar to the release strategy that they're doing for Star Wars Ahsoka to make those releases more in a prime time uh, schedule. Uh, Maybe some more people can view them when they first come out. Don't have to stay up till the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, it's like all the spoilers are already like out because of all the night owls that get to watch it at midnight when I'm trying to sleep. Uh, The budget for the Marvels has been revealed and it's going to blow your mind, Michelle. It's one of the most expensive productions in the history of the MCU and that's saying something because they've spent a gigaton of dollars on uh, on making these things. Gigaton. It's a bazillion. It's a lot. Uh, The production cost of the Marvels amounted to $274.8 million dollars it was offset a little bit by some UK government subsidy of $55 million, but Disney still spent a total on this project that amounted to $219.8 million. That's an awful lot. Mm. Um, not quite as much as some of them, in case you're wondering. Uh, Avengers Endgame, they spent about $400 million. Age of Ultron, 365. But again, these are several years old. So, I mean, if you factor yeah. in inflation, they're a little bit closer. But uh, those probably, those higher Avengers one probably had something to do with Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr.'s His salary. Yeah. <laughs> you it's think? like $80 million movie. <laughs> he deserved it. In May, Kevin Faye announced that all episodes of the Hawkeye spinoff series Echo will be released on Disney Plus on November 29th, 2023. Now, this was before the Hollywood strike, so obviously a lot of stuff has happened since then, but the Hollywood Reporter revealed earlier this month that Echo had been delayed from November 29th, 2023 until January 2024, but no exact new release date had been announced. Now, Disney's press site has seemingly confirmed that report by updating the Echo page with a debut date of January 2024. So again, a specific date in January has not been announced yet. They haven't formally announced the news with a press release, but seeing that that page has been updated with that, it seems official. So I'm sure we'll be hearing something on that soon. I I hope that one's good. Uh, I think it will be. Uh, earlier this year, it was revealed that Taika Waititi's see that's a word that's a a name that I can actually pronounce Taika Waititi. That's it's fun, fun to, say. to say. It is uh, his Star Wars project was indeed moving forward. Uh, he even said that he remained quote extremely enthusiastic about the broad project, but little had been revealed since then. Well, uh, last weekend, he uh, attended the Toronto International Film Festival, where the filmmaker jokingly referred to Sean Levy's Star Wars project and said, unlike me, there's hope he will actually finish his Star Wars script. Uh, This unfortunately was taken out of context and led to a whole bunch of uh, dialogue on X 
slash Twitter that the project had been canceled by Lucasfilm. Uh, recently, insider Jeff Schneider uh, took to his podcast, The Hot Mic, alongside his co-host, John, to discuss the rumors of YTT's Star Wars project being canceled and shared what he had heard, been hearing from his sources. Snyder revealed that he'd heard that YTT had turned in multiple drafts of his uh, script to Lucasfilm and that other writers had also worked on the project and that once uh, the whole uh, strike has concluded, uh, he will submit yet another draft of the script. So still working on it, it was speculated that filming, the, now this was speculated a while ago, that it could uh, begin in 2024 with a late 2025 or early 2026 theatrical release. I'm guessing, depending on how much of the writing is coming straight from him, that that's going to be further delayed due to the strikes, which hopefully word is that they might be getting closer to ending that because there's a lot more. They're finally talking, at least. To commemorate six decades since the assassination of former President John F. Kennedy on November 22, 1963, the Emmy Award-winning, critically acclaimed franchise One Day in America returns with its second installment, JFK One Day in America. The three-part series is produced uh, or produces a comprehensive account of that tragic moment in American history and the ripples that followed. The limited series premieres November 5th at 8 p.m. 7 Central on National Geographic with three back-to-back episodes and streams on Disney Plus and Hulu in the United States on November 6th. Uh, So they got permission to colorize the museum's news footage archives. Um, There's uh, key testimonies and more. We've got all the details on this up on the website if you want to read more as long as the trailer. I I like the history of things like that. I I think it's kind of fascinating. So National Geographic always does such an amazing job. Um, I got bad news. Disney's ABC has canceled... The Wonder Years, following a two-season run, and this was reported by Deadline, so that sounds legit. Uh, this second season premiere was postponed uh, th- postponed this past summer, uh, which sometimes is kind of associated with uh, series that have subpar ratings from the previous season. Uh, unfortunately, the second season did not do anything to really attract a larger audience. In fact, it was... Uh, the lowest uh, viewed and lowest rated show among ABC series this summer. And it found itself at the bottom of the rankings for the season one or 2022-2023 season lineup. So it is no more. Um, it's unfortunate I, I never got a chance to uh, check out this uh, reimagining of it. I was a big fan of the original Wonder Years back in the day. Who didn't like Winnie Cooper? That's it. Who's Winnie Cooper? Oh my God! Don't don't even talk to me, <laughs> uh, Michelle. I'm really jealous because you've seen this movie and I didn't get a chance to watch it yet because deadlines and getting things out and all this stuff associated with it. I w- I wasn't there for the viewing, so you got to watch it. Is it worth my time? I'm gonna find out because you're gonna tell us. Uh, all about no one will save you. This looks so good from the trailers. Yeah, it's fantastic. And 
to answer your question, yes, it's worth your time. Uh, You'll watch is, it with me, though, because it's scary, right? Yeah, it's pretty scary. So this is 20th Century Studios. Uh, it is streaming now on Hulu in the United States. It's also on Disney Plus in many countries, including Canada, the United Kingdom, and Australia. As you said, it's a sci-fi psycho- psychological thriller. Uh, so No One Will Save You introduces Bryn Adams, who's played by Caitlin Deaver, a creative and talented young woman who's been alienated from her community. Lonely but ever hopeful, Bryn finds solace within the walls of the home where she grew up until she's awakened one night by strange noises from decidedly unearthly intruders. What follows is an action-packed face-off between Bryn and a host of extraterrestrial beings who threaten her future while forcing her to deal with her past. Caitlin Deaver, um, she was in Dope Sick. She was in uh, that movie Rosalind. She was in Justified, Last Man Standing. Really talented actress. Super talented. Uh, She is going to be in Next Goal Wins uh, from Taika Waititi uh, upcoming. She carried this movie like she was the main cast. So her performance, first of all, was just outstanding stellar and memorable like i will always remember you know like her every move her every breath her every set we were hooked the whole time just watching her um and she just carried this thing through beautifully outstanding performance by her uh so let's talk about the story of this which is pretty terrifying um for me personally like i've always found like anything that has to do with like aliens or UFOs or paranormal supernatural stuff like most scary for me personally. It's like that fear of the unknown. Yeah. And this definitely was scary. <laughs> just just, so, just gauging it by like the the trailers, I sense that there's a lot of moments of like incredible tension. There it, is. It gave me a lot of like it reminded me kind of Watching that, like, it made me think that, like, it would be how I felt back in the day when I watched, like, Signs or something. Like, just moments of suspense, what's happening. Is that kind of yeah, like the, the, along ex- the same lines? It's absolutely, and it's extremely intense. So a lot of these movies, like, when you watch these movies, it kind of takes a long time before you see that first alien encounter or something like that. Not with this. I mean, we get this little backstory of Bryn to find out how she's kind of living her secluded life and her daily routine and like 10 minutes into the movie, we're full on alien oh, invasion. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. And we've got the jump scares. You're on the edge of your seat the whole time. It's gripping. Oh, it's captivating. It. There are some times where I kind of wish there was somebody next to me because I would have been like, oh, my God, and like grab somebody because it was like that intense. Wow. Um, and But aside from that, I'm not going to give too much away because I'm not going to do any spoilers, but there is something underlying here uh, and it asks some questions. Are Why are these aliens here? Are they here for good? Are they bad? And there's a, a more deeper, beautiful story that's being told um, as well. And so at the end, it kind of leaves you. And what I loved about this is I was thinking, I was still thinking about this movie days after I watched nice. it. It left that impression on me. It will leave an impression on you. And you still kind of, 
are rehearsing that ending and kind of digesting it and coming up with your own interpretation. I think everybody's going to have their own interpretation of this movie after they watch it, which is also great about it. The soundtrack is awesome too. That's available digitally if you want to check that out. Um, I say do not miss this. It's it, good to watch now. It's good to watch for Halloween that's coming up. Is, is, is it released? It's, can I can I go on and watch this now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's out now. Very good. Uh, so I am actually going to give this a nine. A nine. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're not usually the hugest fan of like the scary. No, but this. Movies, but. Yeah. And. You know, usually I'm like that. Too. Like when I saw Paranormal Activity for the oh, first time, yikes. that rattled me so much. Like I, I couldn't sleep for days. I think when I finally did sleep, I had the light on. Like this wasn't that quite. Didn't leave me with that quite same sensation, but okay. it did give me that good, scary, intense, terrifying feeling while I was watching it. That I think this time of year, everybody's like kind of like looking for that, and this will give you that. This is definitely the time of year where uh, it's just I don't know if it dates back to the old Halloween movies or yeah, but uh, this is the time of year where scary movies are certainly best. Maybe it's because it gets dark a little, starts getting dark a little earlier. These movies are inevitably a little bit scarier when you're watching in the dark. Michelle said she's she was. There was very scary parts and jump scares and all this. She watched this, I think, at like two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. So yeah, try watching it with the lights off or at night, and uh, yeah, it might be uh... might be it might be even even worse. So right. um, well, you, you can watch it with me because I'm super hyped to finally get to watch this too, and I'll definitely need someone there next and it, to me. It is rewatchable to, to grab onto when I get scared. <laughs> so. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, again, No One Will Save You is the name of the movie, so be sure to check that out. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you come back next time. I should be in uh, back in two weeks for you. Uh, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We totally appreciate it. Be sure to visit the website. That is the most important order of the day, DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. Also, apparently, you can follow us on X, which used to be Twitter, at MoreDisneyPlus. You can also stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, we're going to get out of here, so we will see you there. See you later, bye.